Shalom Abrahu Rabbi Mesaches Nedarim Daf Chov Ches Trehis Daf Discusses when someone making someone makes an adar, a neder to avoid some harm, some tax collectors. We uh, on the way the Gemara discusses dealing with Achusadina. We discuss Advarim uh, Shabalev. Um, whether one is allowed to offer to make a shvua or a neder in such a scenario, and if someone makes a neder, the new Mishnah, to uh, that if his trees don't get uprooted or if his talus doesn't burn, then he he's gonna give them kedusha like a carbon. What happens in that scenario? So the Mishnah begins by telling us that if someone makes a neder uh, for people who want to kill him or bandits or tax collectors. Bad, rotten tax collectors, and he says, "Oh no, this is truma. You can't take that." And I'm like, "Another that is truma." He's allowed to say that even if it's not truma. He's allowed to say, "Oh, this belongs to the king," even though it's not property of royalty. Bishamai says that all of these, he's allowed to make an adarim, but he can't make a shavua. Bish Hillel allows even making a shavua for these things to say something like, "I'm making a shavua on all the parents in the world," if this isn't truma. Uh, Bishamah also says that he's not allowed to offer to make a nether for them. Bishol says that he can even uh, proactively make this nether. Bishamai is also also holds that he's only allowed to make the nether on what he's told to make the nether on, what they're discussing. But Bishol says he's even allowed to expand it, and it still won't count as a nether. For example, the Mishnah says, the the bad guys say, hey, make a koinim uh, that your wife can't get in enough from you. And the guy says, "Oh, I'm. I can't make. Uh, I'm, he he makes a koinam on his wife and his children from getting enough from him." So Bishamai says that his wife is mutter, but his kids. That was his own voluntary neder. That'll be. They'll be usher on them. The neder will be chal. But Bishelo says that they're all going to be mutter in that case. Now the Gemara says, "How can this guy be avoiding taxes and being? Uh, he's allowed to swear to avoid them. What about Dini Damachusadina? Doesn't he need to pay his taxes?" So Rav Chinanamar Rav Kahanamashmol says. First answer is we're talking about a an unfair tax. It's there's no set amount to the tax, and this guy's just just trying to exploit you. The other option is the bear. Yanai says that we're talking about not a governmental tax. We're talking about some guy who happens to have a fantastic arsenal and is just bullying people into paying him taxes. Over here we have that famous Ron that says that a government is allowed to charge because he can, he. The government has the option of kicking you out of the land, as opposed to Eretz Yisrael, Malchay Yisrael. All of Klai Yisrael are shutfin in the land. Muridiga uh, raid on that sugi right here. Now, what's this neder that the guy made in the Mishnah that this stuff is property of the kings? How did he formulate that neder? So, Amar Rav says he answers all the pairs on himself if this item is not property of the king. The Gemara says, hang on, but if, if he actually makes that, that neder, shouldn't that answer all the Paris? It's not property of the kings. So the Gemara says, no, he says, Hayoyim, that uh, I'm going to answer all of these fruits on me today if this is not property of the kings. The Gemara says, okay, but yeah, but if, if, if he looks up at his tax collector and he says, hey, um, if this isn't property of the kings, then I'm not going to eat any fruits today. The guy's still going to take the taxes. He's going to take it for taxes. So rather, the Gemara explains that he says, in his mind today, and outwardly to the tax collector, he says, I, I'm not going to eat any fruits. All the fruits are answered to me. And in his head, he thinks, Hayoim. Now, normally, 
We're not going to listen to what a person says because Dvardim Shebelev Einon Dvardim. But over here, since we're talking about a case of Oines, we are going to respect his Dvardim Shebelev and take them into account. Now we have this Machlekes B'Shamei Vesela, whether the gentleman is allowed to offer to make a neder. So now Rav Huna brings a brisa that says that B'Shamei holds, not only uh, regarding Nedarim, but B'Shamei holds that he's not allowed to offer a Shavua. B'Shamei says that he is allowed to offer these bad guys a Shavua, voluntarily. Now it sounds from this price he could be Medayek, that B'Shamei doesn't allow him to offer them a Shavua, but he can offer them a neder. Uh, in our Mishnah, we said that B'Shamei does not allow opening with your own neder voluntarily. Kash number one, kash number two, that Bryson says that he's not allowed to offer them a shvua, but it sounds like he can make his neder with a shvua. And our Mishnah said, Beferish, that you can make an adarm, but you can't make a shvua to these guys. So the Gemara has to explain the discrepancy between our Mishnah and that Bryson. He says, all these diukim that you're making are invalid. You can't make diukim because the only reason why our Mishnah and that price was specified by Shammai Mishillel was to show the Koyach of Beishamai in our Mishnah and to show the Koyach of Beishillel with choice in the Brisa. Ravashi explains that according to Beishamai, a Tamachochim would not be able to lift this gentleman's voluntary Shavuah. And according to Beishillel, the Tamachochim will be able to matter Shavuah. Now in the next Mishnah, we have a case of a gentleman who says... All of these plants over here, these are all a carbon if they don't get uprooted. And oh, the, and this talus over here, this will be a carbon if it doesn't get burnt. The mission says that they do have the ability to be redeemed, a.k.a. it's a good nether, and they become Kaddish. If he says, okay, all of these plants should be a carbon until they get cut down, until they get uprooted, or this talus should be a carbon until it gets burnt, over here, they are not able to be paideh, at all, and because they will be Kaddosh forever. They're always going to be Chulin because even if he is part of them, they're automatically, automatically going to retract into their state of Kedusha since he used the Lashon until they're uprooted, which sounds like forever. They'll always be a carbon. The Gemara asks about the Lashon of the Mishnah. Why does it say that it, that it doesn't have a Pidyon? It has a Pidyon in the Reisha. Why not say that in the Reisha it's Kaddosh and the Sefer it's not Kaddosh? The Gemara says, well, in the Reisha we said... We needed to say in the Sefer that there's no option of Pidyon. We couldn't say that there's no Kedusha because the Allah in the Sefer was that it's always going to be Kaddish. Since we had to say in the Sefer that there is no option for Pidyon, in the Reisha we said that there is option for Pidyon, which means that it's Kaddish. Now, what was this nedr that this guy made on his plants and on his talus? So Amemar explains, he says, if they don't get uprooted today, then they're a carbon, and then the day passes, and they never were uprooted. So the Gemara asks, that sounds pretty obvious. You know, he, set up, he set up a Tanai. It panned out, so it's activated. No, the Gemara answers that we're talking about a very specific case. When the guy looks out at his backyard and there's a tsunami, there's a, uh, a raging hurricane, and it looks like they are going to be uprooted. So he's assuming that they are going to be uprooted. If the day passes and they're not uprooted, he's like, whoa, didn't see that coming. And we, the Raya is from the case with the Talis, because... Nobody randomly thinks that his talus bag is going to spontaneously combust. Rather, there was a fire raging, and he noticed his talus in the path of the flames. So, so to over here, there's a crazy wind, and he saw that, ah, uh-huh, the way things are going now, my plants are going to be uprooted. So, 
in the Mishnah, we have a Havamino, it's not so pushed because I might think, look, the guy has a das that his plants are gone and his talus is going to be burnt. That's why he made the net there. And then suddenly the fire went out or the storm died down. So maybe it shouldn't be a valid net there. Kamash Malon, that it still is active. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.